Welcome to Get Wisdom with your hosts, Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Imagine if God was a co-host. What if the historically rare ability to converse with God and get profound answers to questions has been rediscovered? What would God say to today's troubled world? Get Wisdom will share those answers. Now, here is Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Get Wisdom. I'm Brian Kelly, along with Carl Mollison, founder and director of the Get Wisdom Project. Carl, it wasn't that long ago that the so-called humorous phrase, curses foiled again, became a popular cliche. But we're here to inform folks there's nothing humorous about curses. Curses are often seen as a weapon deployed by the physically powerless and defeated. But be warned, many a seeming victor has succumbed horrifically to the genuine power of the curse. Yes, it's uh, all too real. There is... uh a very frequent occurrence of curses. When I work on people as clients to do healing, uh, I find them almost in half the people who come to me. And it's not because they think they're cursed or they're aware of the phenomenon as being a possible influence on their lives. It's just there. I see it intuitively. And when I channel creator, and ask about these things, uh, it's rather eye-opening. And sometimes I'll get an interesting analysis of a a particular client's problem that they're struggling with that turns out to be curse-related, curse-caused. Indeed. Um, Let's let's get into it, Carl. We got quite a bit to cover. So um, you ask a creator, you say a client asks. Actually, I asked this question. Remember, I asked this a long time ago. (laughs) A client asks, Will a misguided prayer intending to harm someone end up with Lucifer instead of Creator? And if so, by what mechanism? Okay, so just let me fill in for the uh, the less scholarly among you. Uh, Lucifer is you know, a big character in the Bible, is a fallen angel who caused lots of trouble. And that is a real being. And the idea here is what happens when people have dark thoughts and they want to turn to the the divine realm to have their dark thoughts implemented. You know, what will happen? And so I'm channeling Creator to get a response to this question. And this is Creator's words. In a general sense, this is true. And by Lucifer as part of the answer, we mean the entire group of dark spirits, the spirit meddler cohort. This is because energy is universal and can be universally tuned into and recognized by a consciousness which is present in all of creation. So in a fullest sense, all the universe hears your thoughts and words. This is literally true, although consciousness can be focused and defocused. This is why people vary in their intuitive sensing, ranging from those who are completely cut off from anything beyond the normal senses to the extreme empath who is continually bombarded by energies they sense and take in to their detriment in many cases. So the mechanism is once negativity is launched in terms of a dark intention for someone, this energy goes out into the universe and can be sensed and perceived and then followed to its target. This you have been told before, that many times spirits ride the energy of a dark thought, like a curse, and gain entry through the aura of the intended victim in this fashion by piggybacking and using that curse energy as a carrier wave 
to enable penetration to occur. As it is a form of attacking energy designed to impinge on the target to cause harm. So this is simply resonance, like seeking like, like being aware of like, and acting accordingly. It is not actively referred on by creator to the lower order beings. It is simply their ability to see these energies and utilize them in various ways for their benefit that you see taking place. Wow. So basically what's being said here, correct me if I'm wrong, but a curse is a way of kind of sicking, so to speak, dark spirits on your on your opponent or your enemy, perhaps. Well, like, that is the most severe consequence. It's not that your thought has a power to take someone out or smack them upside the head and and knock them off, off their feet or or darken their world unduly. It is that that intention has karmic consequences and it affects the dark spirit realm because they look for this because you have the power to send your thought into someone's being and it will penetrate their shield, the aura energy field that surrounds each one of us. Spirits know this and they'll follow it in and write it in and get inside your intended victim. And then things may turn out worse for them, for them than you even want to see happen. But, but we're, we're talking mostly about curses meaning a high-level psychic attack that is intended to cause harm. So it's not just a moment of anger. A lot of, we, a lot of people get angry at, at one another, but they're not really wanting to devastate the person and really hurt them, impair them permanently. Right. Yeah, I guess the, the intention would be if you really are wishing, actively wishing harm to fall the other, that that could be construed as a curse, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so let's next, get into uh, some examples of, yeah, absolutely. of that I've so, seen. So you ask Creator, can you give us some insight in, about the dramatic downturn financially experienced by my client after divorcing her husband and how best for me, being you, Carl, to help her. And this is what Creator says about this person. This was very much a spirit meddler exercise in causing her to lose her confidence and to misdirect and misguide at key decision points. This was compounded by the negativity of the ex-husband. And this was a major reason for the spirit convergence as his negativity acted very much like curse energy and enabled the incursion of the dark spirits. So she needs a lightworker healing protocol session to remove the intruding spirits and to bring in much healing needed to begin to repair things that have happened. This has reawakened much negative karma as well. And this is very common when life takes a turn for the worse. It will stir up memory of prior times of struggle, and that will add further burdens. So she needs lots of healing at this point to return to the prior equilibrium she enjoyed. This is quite possible and can begin with the Lightworker Healing Protocol as a good first step. So here we have an example of someone who wasn't really intending to curse them formally, but the negativity acted like a curse. So this truly is what happened. Yeah, that's interesting that just being an overall negative person 
I guess, you know, you can kind of just wish bad things to happen to people without really understanding that you what you're doing in terms of actually moving energies around. So, yes. but ignorance is not bliss in this regard. There's a high penalty for curses, which we'll get into talking about, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, and there's lots of people doing it deliberately, intentionally, and having a lot of training and practice and really dark um, records and pointers and uh, education and how to go about that. So I don't rec- recommend anyone do that, and we'll be talking about that too. But let's let's give another example here. Sure. So you ask creator, what is the point of origin of my client's lightheadedness? Has it been healed from our protocol session? Okay, so this is a client with that complaint, and the answer is rather interesting. The point of origin of this symptom was a combination of spirit meddler activity coupled with the high-level curse that was present. The two conspired together to have an effect on the mind, and the intention was to shut her down. That was the curse's point of focus and reason for its existence as an attack on her. The attacking energies were causing the mind to dim as though the thoughts were fading. They were not disappearing entirely, but began to fade into the background and was experienced by her as lightheadedness. This is the type of mischief that can worsen over time. So this was a timely intervention. So curses can be a cause of ill health, essentially. Absolutely. And it's not that uncommon. It's uh, a darkness that can be used by spirits to stir up old karmic issues. They'll know the nature of the curse and its intention. They will try to reinforce it themselves because it helps them do their handiwork, which is to undermine the host, stir up trouble, and gain energy for themselves. That's their game. Let's go on to the next one. U.S. Creator, one of my students did a very helpful healing session with the Lightworker Healing Protocol for a family who felt they had supernatural things going on because of a frying pan they had. That's, that's kind of bizarre. <laughs> Why was that session of benefit, and was the frying pan and its history involved in some way? All right, and this is Creator's words. They were seen correctly via intuition. There was something sinister about the frying pan. And it, in fact, was a vector for a high-level psychic attack. As a curse had been placed on this frying pan to harm humans in close proximity, and this is what was taking place. The energy of the attack was attracting spirit meddlers who followed it to the location, and they began to plague the humans residing there. This was noticed and became of great concern. So their diagnosis was quite accurate in making this link. And your student's protocol session was indeed quite fine in making the suitable requests to remove such energies along with entities. And this indeed was accomplished successfully. So beware of what you pick up at flea markets, apparently. <laughs> well, there, there are cursed objects out there, and that energy persists. You can, uh, you can buy things like that on uh, on eBay uh, it, it it's amazing the the types of things that that happen 
And many times, practitioners of the dark arts will use an object to carry the curse to the victim. They might arrange surreptitiously to obtain a belonging of that individual, often Uh something personal, like a piece of jewelry or something, and then curse it and return it to them. Or they'll place something in their environment that they slip in unnoticed among clutter or what have you, or maybe leave bones or something, you know, on their doorstep that have been worked on with spells and so forth. I mean, this sounds goofy to the average person because we think this is all superstitious folklore and nonsense. Well, just because science doesn't know it's there doesn't mean it's not real. And we're here to tell you it is, unfortunately. Uh, A client writes, one year ago, a lady was healing us. She told me to move my son into a different room because his father comes through him to attack me. Wednesday night, the father was forcing me in spirit to have sex with him. I did push him away. Last night, he came back, but he wasn't coming near me. Were these accurate perceptions of something real happening? Well, again, this is something that most people would say is delusional. And this is what Creator says. The perception was accurate that the husband is attacking her specifically, but using the son as a vehicle for this is an overinterpretation. She sees the strong link between father and son as well as strong desire to harm the wife and is blending these two. She need not worry about this. The problem is the husband remains with the husband and his helpers who are indeed inflicting energy on all the family for various reasons to punish the wife. Working to heal these perpetrators is the answer. Boy, there's just no end to. <laughs> yeah. So there's so many variants, so many stories. Indeed. Well, let's get to the last one and we can chat a little bit. Was my client's dream perceiving the existence of new attackers working to drive her children away from her an accurate perception? Is that why the children are acting out? And Creator says, indeed, this is the case. As you found previously, her dreams are often prophetic. This is an aspect of her intuitive ability to connect with higher self and receive information she can perceive accurately that she needs to know. This has guided her all her life and will continue to do so. So your follow-up work with the protocol was very timely. So this happened to be that same client. The husband was still after her after I did some work. The the attacks were renewed, which can happen until there's enough healing to tame them. And then they went after the kids to cause trouble for the wife, to make the kids act out and be a, a handful. And this is this is evil in action. And it's the, the negativity in family groups that bring these things into, uh, into focus. And many people come from cultures where cursing is very much common practice. And it's people certainly... grow up with it, and they learn how to do it. Yeah, in the, in the Caribbean especially, it's, uh, it's quite extant. Well, it's all over. It's in the yeah. Middle East. It's in South America. It's in Eastern Europe. It's, it's in every corner now because of immigration and so on so the cultural things come along and often it's it's not absolutely intentional but the venom is so strong 
it acts yep. like a curse formal yeah i mean you can go to any big city and you can find a little boutique where the, you can have this done for you which we do not advise very very strongly um you know this is, we're coming up on a break but you know the thought occurred to me this is one reason to always be magnanimous towards those that you know basically you defeat in some way or another because even though they seemingly are defeated you don't want them cursing you so you never want yes. to you never want to stoke the fires and, and yeah. cause them to well up in their feelings of anger towards you. So Absolutely. all the more reason to have a, a forgiveness approach to life. Absolutely. Well, we're yes. coming up on a break. Be sure to uh, check us out at getwisdom.com. You can get our prayer book, uh, getwisdom.com slash prayer. Also, uh, our, get information on the Like Working Healing Protocol, which we'll be talking more about today, getwisdom.com slash LHP. And we'll be back right after this. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Tune in to The James Dentley Show and learn strategies for success in business and in life. Dr. James Dentley is a proven success coach who knows how to convert good into great. You'll find out from the achievers and leaders how they got to be the success stories that they are. And Dr. Dentley and his guests will give you the tools you need to follow in their footsteps. It's time to become the best version of you. Listen to The James Dentley Show. Fridays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They're here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the second segment of Get Wisdom. We are talking today about the underappreciated problem of high-level curses. A major source of destructive curse energies is ancestral curses. These can cause real harm and keep going across lifetimes as people reincarnate over and over. Carl, can you give us some examples you've seen from your healing work on this? Yes, I think this is very instructive. And this always surprises people that this stuff still goes on and that it really matters. But I assure you that it does. And sometimes when people come to me with a problem they're having, whether it's emotional, 
some sort of block in their life, they're stuck, their career is floundering, or they have a physical illness, it will be a curse that is a major element, often not the only one, but a significant part of it. So many times it's because in another life, they have cursed someone. And what's happening is it's coming back to haunt them. So here's an example of someone who was having terrible trouble in her life. And in a past lifetime, she was a slave and was punished savagely and vowed to never forgive her tormentor and that he burn in hell. And he is in her current life as her husband sharing a troubled and turbulent marriage. This is the problem with retribution. If you go to attack your perpetrator, you're going to be joined at the hip by karma. And you'll be back doing that same dance again and again and again. I see this all the time. Many times someone being cursed, I will find out, has been sending curses against others in other lifetimes. And it's a kind of a returning karmic payback. I had a client who had a curse that was shown to me as the curse of the cold heart. And it was to make him hateful and bitter so he would be an instrument of harm to others. But in his current life, he was unable to love. And everyone around him suffered, and he suffered as a consequence because he lost his loves. He could never hold on to love in his life. And that was from another lifetime when he had done lots of harm to other people. I had a client who I was shown in a past life had been murdered. And I'll spare you the gory details, but as she was about to be killed and knew it, she silently placed the strongest, most vile curse she could imagine against the perpetrator for his destruction. And lo and behold, in her current life, she had a spirit attachment, and it was the spirit of that perpetrator from the other lifetime who had remained earthbound, never transitioned back to the light, never reincarnated, but was wandering about in the ether And it attached to her, and it was giving her the business from within, tormenting her. Sometimes people have vows and oaths they take that act like a self-curse. It's very common with uh, religious institutions, with vows of chastity, vows of poverty. And I've seen this with women who are infertile and really struggling to have a child. And I'll find out that they were a nun in a prior life and made such vows, and now they can't get pregnant. So the vow needs to be taken back and canceled. That won't happen unless you request it. I've seen people make a vow to do something in in service to someone, and it becomes a kind of curse. I had a woman who was going down physically, and in a prior life, She gave up her food in an attempt to save her child. But this sent a message to herself, I must sacrifice myself for my baby. 
And this vow is carried into the new life, and it's being interpreted by her body as a need to shut itself down. Oh. So many times there'll be a specific symptom of something. Uh, I had a client who had a skin condition, and in a past life she threw scalding water in the face of someone. And what this was doing was karmically returning to her the dilemma of now being visibly uh, unpleasant to other people, and it was interfering with her love life. And that's what it cost her victim in the other life. So you see how karma works. It, it's, it's really quite amazing. And it can be a pretty precise return of the same dilemma of something you dish out. Wow. Got some more examples, Carl? Well, let's keep going. I've got, got some questions that uh, uh, illustrate these issues as well. Okay. Uh, so a client writes, last night in my dream, I saw my attacker going extremely crazy, screaming and yelling. I will destroy you and your kids. Watch what I will do to your kids. He had a big hammer in his hand. He started smashing my house. You will never have this house. I will destroy this house and the protection you have around you. He then started smashing things. All of a sudden, five huge men came in. They all started to fix the house. They were telling me, don't worry, everything is okay, we will fix it again. Everything was so magical. Was this just a dream or an awareness of actual events and energies? Well, this is what Creator has to say. This was not a dream, but was in actuality a prophetic vision of an attack to be launched and parried by the divine realm. So it is a witnessing of the divine in action seen symbolically or metaphorically more to the point. This is an energetic contest going on, not one of physical beings. So you need not have a set of stocky divine helpers coming in to do physical repairs. The meaning is clear that it represents divine power to deflect that of the attacker. And should any harm be done in a small way, that too will be corrected. So this dream can be taken as reassurance that things will go well despite the seeming hazards here. It is quite true that there is darkness in these individuals. The divine realm is working on this, but as you know, this can take some time. Meanwhile, the primary objective is to keep the family safe, and that is being seen to while we proceed with the ultimate goal of raising up the perpetrators that will bring the ultimate answer for safety once they give up their quest to cause harm to your client. <laughs> Carl, so, concur- oh, go ahead. Well, the, the, the point I want to make is that it's important to realize that the d- divine realm can step in and can curb such behavior. So that's what's coming through in these channelings, that even though this is dark stuff, and it can be very, very harmful and even lead to fatality and then the right conditions or wrong conditions as you want to see it. The divine can redo things, rework things, change things and heal what has taken place and open up the hearts of even perpetrators to change their ways. So that is the answer. But let's let's keep going here and give some more examples. Sure. Uh, Carl, can curses be launched successfully against families, schools, towns, nations, or even NFL football teams? I'm from Detroit, and I'm a Detroit Lions fan. 
Um, and they, anybody who follows the NFL knows that they are hideous. And actually, they, there's a lot of people that think they're a cursed team. I don't know if you ever looked into that, but, uh, but, but go ahead on the answer from Crater. Well, I think every uh, competitive agent, group, or individual gets curse-type energy sent at them. This is what people do. All right, so this is what Creator says. Curses can be launched against any and all potential targets that may come to mind for which there is animosity or a desired negative outcome. This always takes the perpetrator off of a divine path or moves them further away than they were previously. And so is ill-advised because there will not be, in the end, a gain for the perpetrator, but only a loss. There may be some minor near-term satisfaction in seeing things turn for the worse for their enemy or desired target to be dragged down in some way. But in the end, those same energies will rebound, returning to them like a heat-seeking missile and will be amplified by the sum total of all negativity that resulted from their action in the first instance. Not only the harm they caused their target, but all of the secondary and tertiary effects radiating outward to drag down friends, loved ones, and others influenced by the suffering indirectly. This is why the actions of a perpetrator are always done in ignorance of reality, because it would be unthinkable to anyone truly understanding the energies and the consequences of heading in that direction. The universe is designed to be self-correcting, and that includes what will be, in effect, punishment for the perpetrator each and every time. The consequences meted out by society and its representatives, for example, the criminal justice system or simple social disapproval and potential ostracism of someone behaving badly, pale in comparison to the woes karma can bring. Because the injuries are not necessarily transient and superficial, there may be deep soul wounds created by mounting high-level attacks against someone And they can even persist from life to life once the person has been harmed. That creates a mounting burden of repayment owed by the perpetrator. And that is why you have been told the truism that the wind of karma becomes a whirlwind on its way back to the perpetrator. Well, you know, you mentioned earlier that a curse could lead even up to death. I think my thought that came to me is that there are fates worse than death. Death is actually a, a, a point of returning to the light, but, you know, if, if the transition goes well, and that can be a blessing. A curse can bring about untold amounts of suffering for decades for people. Yes, and th- this is what happens. And this has been told uh, in, in other channelings that someone who's victimized by a person might have another life of being a victim because they've got to work through the healing they didn't get. They might have two, they might have three lifetimes of victimization, but that perpetrator will have 10 times more lifetimes of difficulty. There might be additional lives where they're a perpetrator again, but they may have 10, 20, 30, many of which will then become victimization of themselves where they'll have the tables turned and they'll be preyed on 
by a tormentor, an attacker. That's karma for you. It's correct me if I'm worse. wrong. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, but the reason why it's tenfold is because a perpetrator is initiating a, a sequence of events that ripples out and affects so many other people, and you're responsible for the negativity that befalls all of them as well. Yes, that is an important point. It goes beyond the victim because everyone around them will be hurt in some way when someone's dragged down who you care for. It hurts you. It takes something away. And so there's a ripple effect as this damage spreads outward from all that it touches. And every bit of that negativity gets added in by the law of karma onto the debt owed by the perpetrator. That is why it's so deadly to become such a person. So there's many lessons here and many things that go wrong in society and the personal level and societal levels that we are a party to. So this, take note. this is a, yeah, take note. <laughs> Don't be a perpetrator. <laughs> okay. You ask creator, does my client believe she's unable to eat or drink because the voodoo curse put on her or because of the spirit meddlers within her? And here's creator's answer. It is not just that she is being cursed, which indeed is true. It is that the curse is so taken to heart, and then its consequences amplified by her own inner beliefs and her own great fear, she is doomed. The spirit attachments possessing her are using this opportunity to wreak further havoc, to really accentuate the negative, and in a sense, step on the gas, to amplify her fear even greater and to have this prey on her and be ever-present in her thoughts to the exclusion of anything else. This preoccupation is hugely destructive because then she is contributing to the energy of the symptoms by focusing on them and watching for them to worsen, and then, of course, they do. This has been a downward spiral that has rendered her less and less able to function physically as well as mentally. So it is a combination of these dark influences which, of course, have an interplay in all cases where outside high-level psychic attacks will be used by dark spirits to advantage, both to penetrate the aura and gain access to the client's history, to awaken memories and add to the grief and torment subconsciously. And this makes the fear highly magnified as well. And in addition, there are karmic links to her tormentors from the physical who launched the psychic attacks against her. All of these are ongoing in this client. To undo this karmic history and to bring healing for her perpetrators is an essential ingredient for a successful resolution. This will take time, but it will be effective using the Lightworker Healing Protocol. In the meantime, she needs to be ignoring the remaining symptoms, as you have told others, and this will help her cope while she is waiting for them to disappear. Well, that's, that's really powerful advice for not holding a grudge. Yes. Holding a grudge against others, holding a grudge against creator, holding a grudge against life itself. Um, you re- forgiveness starts with forgiving the situation you're actually in. Yeah, and that's the power that it holds, you see, because it separates you from the karma. I've been told that the most powerful meaning of the words of Jesus Christ on the cross immortalized for all time in the Bible, Father, forgive me for they know not what they do, was inner divine wisdom 
that he wanted to be done with these people and not tied to them. So he was saying, separate me, let me go, let these people go their way, and I no longer have business with them. And that is this karmic separation of the victim from the perpetrator. It's a healthy thing. Let the universe take care of it. Let the divine realm deal with it. And you don't have to be the one to be in judgment of others and to make retribution. That will perpetuate the the conflict, the struggle, and the karmic dance. You don't want to have to come back and be heard again and again and again. And so that was Christ's wisdom in seeing that need to have forgiveness, wash his hands of the whole business. Yeah, there's another passage in the Bible. I think it's, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. And what, you know, an example of that would be, let the divine realm take care of it. It's not your domain to, you know, to, to correct the universe, the, the Divine realm creator has created a corrective mechanism, karma, and yeah. let it do its work. Don't yeah. take it on and, yourself. And and the big picture here is that it's not God punishing people and no. smacking them down. This is on autopilot, and it's very measured. It's very precise. It can be harsh to the one who feels that that re, that <laughs> retributive energy, but it's fair. That's the thing. There is a perfect criminal justice system within the fabric of the universe itself and it's dispassionate and it doesn't matter who you are and where you come from karma will out for better or worse as you determine through your actions and that's sensible the one thing we've learned through this project is that creator allows so, yes, creator is not out there, you know, extracting direct judgment. There's an autopilot mechanism, as you describe, that basically allows energy to go where it will. You define the negative or positive nature of the vibration as you put it out there. But once you do, it, that's that's going to persist until there's healing involved, until something changes the, the frequency of that energy. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's, that is actually how things work. And the more we wise up and get smarter about reigning in our own behavior and deciding to be more on a divine path, the better things will come for us. And this is the difference between the light beings and us. To them, it's unthinkable to cause harm to another. Unthinkable. Because they know it's it's a tragedy for themselves. Absolutely. So, it's not only that they're, you know, on a higher vibration and, and they're perfect and all of those sort of things. They have learned the lessons and well, they know how things work because they see it. Very good. We're up on a break, Carl. So we'll come back. We'll talk about defending yourself against curses. This is Get Wisdom. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. 
At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. When you learn to see things from a spiritual perspective, it changes the way you see virtually everything in your life. Listen for Dr. Paula Joyce and her program, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Our program will help you get rid of the negative aspects of your life and invite love, joy, and prosperity into your life. Turn that negative feeling into a positive one. Tune in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the final segment. We're talking about the reality of curses, the high-level purposeful psychic attacks. Let's turn now to how you can defend yourself. Carl, you ask creator, what are the ways a person can help themselves if they are harmed by an attacker turning to the dark arts surreptitiously? All right, this is creator's answer. The first thing to attend to is the cultivation of belief. And you can ask the divine realm to help you with this. Therefore, what we would suggest first for anyone who desires this to be enhanced would be to do prayer work each and every day to ask for greater clarity, accuracy, and safety, and to receive divine wisdom, support, encouragement, healing, and protection at all levels. This is your birthright. If you begin to exercise it, you will start increasing its effectiveness and the benefits will grow over time. The same is true of the higher self. As a second step, we suggest making an entreaty of a similar kind to your higher self to welcome it into your experience more actively than ever before and to be your partner as we would suggest that you do with creator. Make us your partner. You can stand every day with one of us at your side and the other at the other side, hand in hand in everything that you undertake, receiving a divine support and encouragement to the extent allowable within the rules. That is for us to enforce. That is how it will happen. You will not be able to take over the world because we are going to line up with you and let you do everything you want. 
but you will receive many more blessings if you ask for that divine support than if you do not ask. The same is true in avoiding lining up with an imposter in some way, a source of influence. This would also include the dark spirits. Their ability to infest a person is a serious risk factor in life. Most people develop spirit attachments as infants and children, and this continues lifelong. They are plagued for their entire life by having a drain on their energy and having a negative influence talking to their subconscious, undermining them, and contributing to their self-doubt and self-criticism. The third thing we would say is to be sure that you are free and clear of such influences and to have yourself cleansed of all sources of inner negativity which are not your energy and consciousness. There are many potential influencers of this kind. Many types of spirits are parasites and will infect you. Also, many extraterrestrials desire to manipulate a significant percentage of human beings directly through altering them, controlling them, and carrying out manipulations of their physical being, as well as the mind. You can receive divine help for all of this, but it must be actively requested. Staying safe presumes a divine partnership because that is your only true defense. When you decide to put up energy to keep out something unwanted, it will only do so if it has divine firepower behind it. If it is solely your energy, it might dissuade some weak low-level beings, but will not be powerful enough to contend with high-level sources of negativity including high-level curse energy and the effects of dark spirits and extraterrestrial technologies and manipulation directly. There are some weaker assailants who you can parry, but there are enough highly adept practitioners of the dark arts who are a force to reckon with. We say this not to add fear and doubt, but simply to point out the current state of affairs. This is simply another reason to do things in partnership with the divine. Why do something alone when you can enlist friends to give you a hand? It is only logical. It will also increase your safety and success. And this is something we've been saying time and time again. Is partnership with the divine is the answer to almost all of life's dilemmas at some level. Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely. You know, and we offer high-level direct healing requests that you can hire us to do. That's the Lightworker Healing Protocol. So you can do it on your own. You can get help from us as well to be your advocate. And that makes up for problems with your own uneven belief from day to day, moment to moment. A lot of people struggle because they've drifted away a bit. They don't have confidence that the divine can come through for them or that they're worthy. And there's, it's a two-pronged problem. One is belief in the divine, 100%. Right. And then belief in the self, the worthiness, the possibility of something changing for the better. People get discouraged. So we come in with dispassionate interest in their well-being and with a very, very, very strong belief quotient. And that adds on to everything you bring. And now you've got two people wanting your betterment, not just yourself. 
And then we bring the divine realm in with lots of high-level input as to what's needed. And you can bring in healing not just for yourself, but you can bring in healing for others. And if you use a healing service, that healing can be effective for somebody who doesn't even believe. Yes. And that's one way to help somebody who doesn't believe, actually. Um, So... We have another question for uh, Creator. We have a client who has been attacked many times psychically by her ex's girlfriend and his sister, and now they uh, now they are attacking her daughter. She wants revenge. What can we tell her about the folly of fighting fire with fire? And this is what Creator has to say, in part. This is a lengthy three-page summary, but we're going to give you a portion So these are creator's words. The best defense for a perpetrator acting through the use of non-local consciousness as a weapon is for divine intervention. There are always reasons for such conduct, and it always represents a need for healing in some way or other. And that is the best possible solution, to raise up the perpetrator so that it becomes undesirable to them to take their time doing something mean-spirited and destructive. That is not only an improvement for them, but it will spare all victims from future difficulty and becomes a win-win solution. The person who otherwise would be a victim not only is spared further attacks, they gain extra good karma from an act of divine wisdom in requesting healing for their perpetrator. If they choose a path of retribution, wanting to lash out and punish the offender, they indeed become more and more like them in the energy of their action and its consequences. And this will give rise to a need to rebalance their action as an act of, as an act as a perpetrator. Even though in your mind, the original perpetrator deserves what they get and is only being repaid in kind, two wrongs do not make a right. And in reality, both are perpetrators and both will receive a karmic retribution regardless of their motivations. One might be more harsh than the other, but why go through that at all when it is possible to not only sidestep any negative consequences from actions against the perpetrator, but in fact gain new blessings and a complete healing of the ongoing drama that otherwise can keep a vendetta going, not only for a lifetime, but across multiple lifetimes in some cases. It is not unusual for prior grudge matches to resume in a new incarnation when the parties will find one another and the karmic energies will begin to boil up and they will find themselves at one another's throat and going to war again. And they will be right back where they started or worse, fighting in an escalating series of blows and counter blows. This is especially unfortunate because it can have very grave consequences and lead to very practical and severe losses, not only of happiness, comfort, and safety, but can lead to early death, not just at the hands of the perpetrator when things escalate too intensely, but more indirectly through a severe chronic illness or accident that befalls one of the parties. Because the karmic energies demand such a repayment or rebalancing, because of the size of the debt accumulating from the attacks they've made. The final benefit in avoiding a confrontation and an act of retribution is that by seeking a loving solution through prayer, you will be raised up. By being in a mode of loving kindness, you will be on creator's wavelength and you will receive a soothing and healing energy 
in the course of doing the prayer outreach. So the blessings will start immediately. We understand that prayer is unpredictable. There are many reasons for this, and many times it is in the fault of the one praying, who does not appreciate the need for 100% belief, as well as belief in the self. There may also be the repayment of karmic debts underway, and there must be, in some cases, the allowing of the present circumstance to continue, at least for a longer period of time, in order for the lesson to be fully felt. These things are highly variable, and each case is different, but we recommend not looking for trouble, because if you do, it will find you. Yes, and, uh, you know, an interesting thought that occurred to me earlier was, you know, you might be with your own energy to be able to parry a low-level attack, but not a high-level attack, but one thing to keep in mind is that when you have high-level curse energy against you, it's a vector that can utilize people and things around you. And when you're trying to defend yourself with just your own energy, you can, you might just think about your little perimeter, but you're going to have a hard time controlling the events all around you, the people around you and things of that nature. Well, and this is the problem indeed, because sometimes people are used as agents of the darkness through being recruited energetically through a manipulation. And there can be a collusion among dark spirits in people surrounding the intended victim. And to have them turn on that victim as a group and do all sorts of terrible things. This is how mobs get going sometimes and crowds and so on. So there are many ways that these things can get out of hand and out of control. You need big guns. And the biggest gun is creator. Yes, you're, you're, you're always outnumbered when you're playing this game. So you need a partnership with Creator, and you can partner with us to get wisdom to get some healing services to b- kickstart this process for yourself or for a loved one. Visit GetWisdom.com, and uh, there's a healing tab on our menu that you can check out. Uh, there are a number of healing services available. Uh, talk about them a little bit, Carl. Well, we can do individual clearing and cleansing healing It's a comprehensive protocol. It's not just curse removal. It has many, many things in it. And we can have it done for animals. We can do groups. We often do family groups. That's a beautiful way to get healing because each person affects the others in the group. And so helping one helps all the others as well. Helping the group really does a beautiful and more thorough job. We also work to help departed loved ones to reach the heavenly realm as about a third of those who pass don't get there immediately and it's usually because they've been dragged down too much by life and they have trouble transitioning so that can be given assistance as well and we clear out locations check it all out on getwisdom.com we're at the end of our program again carl Uh, thanks again for joining us and we'll look for you next week Thank you for listening today. Please tune in next Friday for another edition of Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They'll be here at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a beautiful week. 